You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. Last fall, my wife and I had the opportunity to go with a marvelous ministry uh, that their goal is to make sure that the pastors get the rest that they need. And so they pay for trips for pastors to come rest and relax, and there's no strings attached. Now, Crystal and I always were like, well, you know, what's the catch? Thankfully, with this group, there was no catch. They had purchased out a whole hotel resort uh, and every room was filled with pastors. And all we had to do, all we had to pay for was our, was our way down there. So Crystal and I walked across the border down to Puerto Vallarta. I'm joking. We flew uh, into Puerto Vallarta and, and we got to spend uh, five days there in paradise. And one night we, we went on a, on a sunset cruise it was great. We left the port, uh, and we, they served us sashimi tuna on the way out. Ooh, any sashimi tuna, tuna fans out here? A couple people. There's only one person saved in the first service. Uh, a little more saved in this, in this service. Uh, and, 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 and then the sun began to set. And it was beautiful and amazing to see the artwork of God. Actually, I have a picture. I took this picture. This is from my phone. Isn't it amazing? We're in, we're in kind of a bay. You can see the outside of the bay. It kind of makes a circle. You can see the outside of it there. Uh, there were some dolphins in there. And it's amazing to see how God painted it. Now, this doesn't, if you've ever been in a scene like this, this doesn't quite grasp it. This doesn't quite capture it. But it's amazing to see the artwork of God. And God could just make the sun go up and the sun come down. But no, he does this. Every night, we get to see his hand painting and showing us his creation. And guys, that's the God that we serve. He loves us so much that he created things in creation just for us. A sunset is just for us to admire the beauty of God's creation. There's places on this earth like, why do we need canyons to admire the beauty of God. And all the earth could be the same, but God makes Texas different than Montana, different from Florida, different from wherever. And if you go across the ocean, it's completely different. And God makes that. Why? For us. And so today is the last sermon in the This Is How We Do It series. I had to do it one more time. One more time. That was it. Okay. So this is week seven. Uh, and actually, if you were, if you've been reading along in the ESV, which is kind of my preferred translation, no other reason other than that's just what they made me use uh, when I was in pastor school. Um, but in this translation, the last verse that we normally say in the Lord's Prayer is not actually in there. You can actually only find this last first part in the King James and the New King James translation. But that last part is, it actually even wasn't on the video. It says, yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, 
Why is it in some and it's not? It's not included in all of the manuscripts, but many scholars argue that Jesus would have ended a prayer with a typical Jewish doxology, okay? And I know many people are like, what is a doxology? What, you don't use that in your normal everyday language? Well, I got the definition for you, okay? A doxology, uh, it comes from the Greek, it means to praise. It is an expression of praise of God. Many scholars believe that the Old Testament congregation voiced such doxologies at the conclusion of hymns and prayers. Actually, there's a whole lot more there. If you want to get on the Church Center app and go to the the, uh, sermon notes, I actually included a lot more in that if you want to go look at that and study that some more. But it would be consistent with Old Testament. Now, you're like, but pastor, we're in the New Testament. Well, The New Testament hadn't been written yet, so Jesus was still in the Old Testament, okay? And so it would be consistent with Old Testament tradition for them to end with a doxology. And so a doxology that we find is in 1 Chronicles 29, 11. So if you want, if you have your Bibles and you want to grab them, go to 1 Chronicles 29, 11. If you don't have your Bible, as I stated before, you can download the Church Center app on your Google Play or Apple App Store. Uh, and my sermon notes are on there. But hey, before we continue, I want to say if this is your first time with us at Hope Church, we are really, 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 really glad that you're here. If you go out there and meet them at the Welcome Center, They've got a gift for you. First time, you get a journal. Second time, you get a t-shirt. Third time, you get an invite to lunch with one of our pastors. So make sure you do that. Also, on our Church Center app, we have our announcements. This week on Wednesday night, if you didn't know, we have a women's event at 6.30. Uh, The women are going to be writing letters and thank you cards to our missionaries uh, and praying for them. So if you want to be here, there won't be any child care for that. All of our child care will be returning from youth camp. Uh, So, but your kids are welcome to write thank you cards with them if you want to, or you can just leave them home with dad, which is what my wife's going to do. And so... That is uh, this Wednesday. Then after that, we will not have any Wednesday night services for the entire month of July. Uh, so that's the last hurrah until then. All right, cool. Let's get into it. First Chronicles 29, 11 says, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and the earth is yours Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as a head above all things. So the title of my message today, if you're keeping notes, is why is God worthy of our praise? And I think if we look in First, Chron- or in First Chronicles 29, 11, we see three distinct things that, that God is worthy of our praise. Number one, he's worthy of our praise because of his power. He's worthy of our praise because of his power. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Guys, God's power is made perfect in our weakness. That means that even when you are weak, God is strong. In fact, that even means God can be more God when you are weak. 
That reminds me of the old hymn. Anybody remember it? Thou, I am weak, but thou art strong. Jesus, keep me from all wrong. Y'all remember? Come on. I'll be satisfied as long as I walk. Let me walk close to thee. Come on, let's keep just a closer walk. Okay, that's good. All right. <laughs> Come on, some of, you, some of you are like, what is he singing? Okay, welcome to church. It's cool. It's cool. You know, you hadn't been in, it, you hadn't been in this game as long as us. We're OG. We can't help it. Um, guys, sometimes we need to understand that we are weak and God is strong so that we can walk in closer step with him. We can't do everything. Guys, I'm, I'm someone that likes to have everything together. I like to have everything set a certain way. And if you jack with me and you jack with the way I have things set up, I get very frustrated, okay? I have, I have weeks I've, I've had to learn, okay? And you're like, pastor, you shouldn't be this way, okay? I have certain things that I like to get done on certain days, okay? So Tuesdays, Mondays are for, for getting Sunday wrapped up, okay? If I get that done on Monday, I'm good to go. Tuesdays are for sermons, okay? So if I get my sermon done on Tuesday, I'm feeling good. On Wednesday, uh, it's, you know, Wednesday is all, it's just a bunch of meetings usually. And Thursday is everything I didn't get done for the rest of the week. That's how, that's how. And so if on Wednesday my sermon's not done, it's not a good week, because I'm all jacked up. But sometimes God likes to do that. He won't give me all of the sermon until then so that I'll know that he's in control. But I've had to learn I'm not always in control. It's sometimes, often, not sometimes, all the time in my weakness that God is even more powerful. Guys, what we've got to understand today is that we serve a God that is made even more powerful in our lives when we own our weakness. God is made even more powerful when you understand that you are weak and you have to have him in your life. So why is God worthy of our praise? Number one, because of his power. Number two, because of his creation. Luke 19, 40 says, he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. Jesus is saying here that even if you were silent, the rocks would proclaim the power, the majesty, and the glory of God. God's creation worships him. If you don't believe me, I showed you the sunset to show you that God's creation worships him. So are we going to worship him or are we going to let his creation out-worship? I'm, I'm competitive. Ain't nothing going to out-worship me, right? I'm not going to let the stones out-worship me. I'm going to worship, right? Okay. All right. Come on, get with me today, people. I know it's tough. I know the 100-degree weather is just sucking all the life out of us. I get it, okay? But sometimes we need to sit in God's creation and enjoy him. Guys, one of the times that I hear God the most is, is when I'm sitting in a deer blind hunting. Why? Probably because I have to be very quiet. If you haven't noticed yet, I'm not a very quiet person. Okay? In fact, my wife always tells me, stop yelling. I'm like, this is my normal speaking voice. I used to get in trouble all the time when I would go into stores. My mom was like, listen, you have a really strong voice. You need to talk very softly so that people, I'm like, oh, okay, mom, right? <laughs> I'm just very loud all the time. So I think what 
hunting does is it makes me be quiet because if I'm loud, what's going to happen? I'm going to scare all the deer away. So I sit quietly and God talks to me and I hear from him. I think sometimes we don't take enough time to just sit in the presence of God because sometimes we need to sit still in his creation to hear him the loudest. Because listen, guys, everything around us is so loud. Have you ever just understood like how massively loud everything is all the time? If you don't know how loud things are all the time, I'd encourage you to come over to my house. Often I got four kids uh, and they all got my voice. And so they're all loud and obnoxious. I'm like, but dad's still the loudest, right? And, (laughs) but sometimes we just have to sit and understand that God created all of this for us. Do you realize how cool creation is? God placed the earth at just the right distance that it's not too hot and not too cold, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like it. This doesn't preach as well in June as it does in like September, okay? So it's not hot or it's not too cold. He, he created the trees because we breathe out carbon dioxide and the trees filter the carbon dioxide and emit oxygen for us to breathe. There's water on the earth. Water is is one of the most plentiful things on the earth and that's what we need to survive. Water. God created plants that we can eat. He created animals that we could eat. Why? So that it can sustain us. It's amazing how God created all of this just for you. And it works at just the right step in just the right way, just for you. And we don't think about it. But it's so hard for me to see how our world doesn't just see that all of this just didn't happen by accident. We serve a God of order. He put everything in order. It goes a certain way. It has a certain, you know, the tide comes in at a certain time. It goes out at a certain time. You know, when this birds are migrating this way, it's, it's, it's amazing how God has it all in step and we never have to think about it and we're cared for because we serve an amazing God that is worthy of our praise. And his creation proclaims that greatness to us. So he's worthy of our praise. Why should we praise him? Number one, because of our power. Number two, because of his creation. And number three, because of his kingdom. His kingdom. Matthew 19, 14 says, but Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. What we have to understand today is that the kingdom of God belongs to everyone. Now, I want you to hear me up front. Let me, let me preface this with the kingdom of God belongs to all those that choose him. Here's the awesome thing about God. Not only did he have creation, not only did he create all of these things for us, but he gave us free will. So you have the power to choose God or to deny him. He did not make you a mindless being. He gave you free will. So you can either choose to follow him or you can deny him. But all that choose him 
will enter the kingdom of God. But what we've got to understand, what this verse tells us is that the kingdom of God, God, the opportunity to accept him is available for everyone. There is no caveats. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. God is for everyone, period. It's not for us to deny anyone access to him. Because God made you an eternal home. So shouldn't that be something that you're excited about? Yes. You know, I always, I always wonder, you know, as a kid, I, I asked a lot of questions. And I asked my mom one time, I was like, what, what do you think heaven is like? What do you think heaven is like? And, and she said, you know what? God created a home especially for you. And I'm like, well, what's that home like? Okay. So, you know, me, I've got a, um, Mr. Questions here. Uh, what is that home like? Well, it's a mansion. And God created it just like, just for you, just with the things that you like. Okay. So if this is true, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. Anyway, uh, when we all get to heaven, I'm going to have a Texas Day Brazil buffet in my mansion. Okay. So when you get hungry, you come over and we're going to have some Texas Day Brazil. And here's, here's what's even better. There are no calories in heaven. Can I get it? Amen. Somebody. Glory, if you can't get saved on that today, I don't know what else can get you saved. There are no calories in heaven. Praise God. We can have all the Texas Day, Brazil, oatmeal, cream pies. We won't. Glory, right? <laughs> and Mo's filming all this, so this is going to be great. That's going on TikTok. <laughs> but guys, shouldn't that be something that we're excited about? That God loves us, he cares for us, he created a home for us. So why would we want to keep that to ourselves? When you go to an awesome restaurant, what do you want to do? You're like, hey dude, have you been to this? You should go, it's awesome. Why don't you tell other people about the awesome things that God does for you? Because here's what I want you to hear today. You're God's primary tool to fill his kingdom. You are God's primary tool to fill his kingdom. Not Pastor Todd, not, not Pastor Grant, not, not Pastor Mo, not Pastor Zoe. You. It's not up to us. Now, yes, it's up to us too, but it's, it's not just up to us. We are the primary tools that God uses to fill his kingdom. But it shouldn't be that hard to do. Because it should come out of the overflow of our praise. If we truly believe that God is good, God has power, God created creation for us, it should come, telling others about him should come out of the overflow of our praise. But often, we don't have enough of a relationship with him that there's any overflow. We're running on a constant depletion. We run ourselves out. We're constantly depleted and there is no overflow. And if there is no overflow of our praise, that overflow doesn't spill out onto everyone else. So we have to take time to praise him. Notice, notice the prayer. It begins with praise and it ends with praise. It's the only thing that's repeated. So do you think that that might be important? Okay. I'm here to tell you, anything that's repeated in the Bible is God going, listen, hardhead, you need to figure this out. 
Okay, well, at least that's what he says to me. He may some, say something different to you, okay? But that's it. Listen, I've repeated this on purpose. Listen. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for you in your life today? If you'll notice, we've only had two worship songs so far. The worship team is going to come up in just a minute, and we're going to give you an opportunity to praise. Because I'm a, I'm a, when I learn something, I got to do it right then, or I'll forget it. Anybody else? Like, I watch something on YouTube, and I'm like, I got to do this right now, or I'm going to forget it. Right? I'm trying to figure out how to do something on my TV or on the car. I'm like, I better go do this right now, or I'm going to forget it. I took apart a whole washer on YouTube. I'm not sure if that was a good idea or not, but I did. YouTube taught me. But guys, we want to give you an opportunity to praise. But what does this mean for you in your life today? Number one, do you take time to praise God for his power? Do you take time to praise God that no matter what you're facing in your life, he can take care of it? Do you take time to praise God for that? Number two, Do we take time to praise God for his creation? How awesome is this creation that we live in? I I know today it's tough to preach. It's going to be 105. But listen, if it's really hot, it kills the mosquitoes later. So I'm just saying burn, baby, burn, right? Okay. (laughs) Those mosquitoes. I don't know what God was thinking when he did that. I don't know. Maybe the devil might have had something to do with that. Mosquitoes and snakes. Those are both the devil. I'm just saying. Uh, (laughs) I can prove it in the Bible too. I don't know how, but I'll try. (laughs) But it's all here for us for a reason. And number three, do you take time to thank God for his kingdom? Are you thankful to God that no matter what happens to you, you may miss these people here, but you've got a place that you're going. Because when we all get there, we'll be there together again. And I can be excited for that. You know, it kind of hit me. I don't have a whole lot of people in my life that are missing. And this last Father's Day, I was, I was, it kind of hit me that I'm missing one. I I lost my grandpa this year. I have all four of my, my grandparents were alive until he passed away this last year. And I was looking down at my watch and he's right here. Just this picture, it scrolls and it just so happened he's right there. And I looked down at him and I missed, I missed him. You know, I'd, I'd done the funeral. I'd done all that. I, I kind of didn't have time to think and miss him. But I looked down at the watch and suddenly I missed him. But then I'm reminded, you know what? I get to see him again. He's going to have a Coke room in heaven. Those that know him, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you don't, go, go see his house. He'll have a Coke room. And he'll make you pancakes and shakes when you get there. Not really a good combination, but hey, there's no calories in heaven. I'm going to go back to that, right? Okay. But here's what I want you to hear this morning. I know I'm going to be there. Do you know you're going to be there? 